0: Chef Boyardee is Poe's mentor. <laughs> <laughs> At that point it was always going to be Leia. Could have been Baby
1: Yoda. <laughs> wow, what a huge oversight. There's just a hole in the Death Star. Like what the heck? You know, just like board that up or something, you know?
0: Then jumped onto Wikipedia and was like, oh, uh, there it is. I refused to get on the Wook. Um, as Jared lovingly refers to it. You're listening to the Star Wars Archives, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, your regular deep dive down the rabbit hole of the Star Wars universe, discussion, analysis, Easter eggs, and obscure books you've never heard of. And now, here are your hosts, Jose and Trevor.
2: Hello there! You have tuned into episode 27 of the Star Wars Archives of Utini Network podcast where we take a random Star Wars topic, topic and explain the living Bantha Pudu out of it. I am Jose, a.k.a. Jax in the Utuniverse. I have watched all Star Wars canon movies and TV shows. I have read 43 Star Wars books and I own 23 of them.
3: I was just thinking about this actually. What happens if you ever sell a book? Your numbers are going to go down. I
0: don't
3: know why that always... Like, why just to would I to make. S- it. Why would I sell a book? I don't, I don't know. You might have a really rare hardback and want to sell I don't. It. I don't well, know. I <laughs> don't have a rare
2: hardback, and if I have a rare hardback, I will keep that. <laughs> but uh, I'm very select. I don't have a huge space for a library, so I'm very selective with the books that I do own. So these 23 are, you know, I mean something, and that's why I keep I keep my library and collection
3: lean, so that what I <laughs> yes, do you own do. and display. Is precious. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Um, and I'm Trev, keeper of a timeline pages over at utini.com. I've spent my entire life consuming Star Wars media and own over 1,000 Star Wars books and comics. So, for anyone joining us for the first time, this is a largely unscripted show where once we've decided on each episode's topic, Jose will do whatever research he needs. I'll do as little research as possible and we can talk about anything Star Wars. Legends, canon, books, comics, TV, video games, even miscellaneous newspaper clippings and hopefully keep you both entertained and informed over the next hour or so. And before we actually get started and
2: tell you guys what we're talking about today, I just want to thank all the people for supporting us either through Patreon subscriptions or getting merch or whatever means they, <laughs> they're doing to like help us out. So if you'd like to support us, uh, you can go and get our Star Wars-inspired merch on utini.com slash merch. There's t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, pint glasses, I don't know, a bunch of other miscellaneous stuff. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and also go to Patreon patreon.com slash um where you can become a member and not only do you get access to all of our um, episodes in advance and you also, but you also get a bunch of other utini member exclusives. Like there's usually, you know, watch alongs for, of like movies or TV shows, like where we all get together. I mean, that happens every few months. I don't know. There's a number of like fun things that, that you do get to. There's
3: loads of content. Loads yeah. of content.
2: Yeah. 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 So, so go there, patreon.com slash and, Um, yeah, I mean, there's a couple different, um, levels where you can, you know, $5, $10, I don't know, there's a a couple in there, so, uh, do what you can, help us out, and help us make more shows like this. So, um, Trevor, Trevor. Hello. What are we doing today?
3: Okay, so, I have no idea. Is the honest answer, Jose? I have literally no idea what we're going to talk about. Um, bottom line is this. Me and Jose are both frazzled at the moment, we're completely swamped with work, didn't know what research either one of us would have time to do, so we thought, you know what, we're going to reach out, we're going to reach out to some of the team, some of the guys we know, ask them to send us some questions. We haven't listened to these questions, we've got them saved, they're ready to go. What they are, who knows? So, I don't know what we're going to talk about for the next hour, I'm excited to find out. (laughs) I'm a little nervous because (laughs) I do
2: have to typically do some research for whatever we're going to talk about. Um, Since my, you know, I don't have, I have not read as many books and stuff as you have. Um, I have opinions. (laughs) Um, Yes, you do. But um, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to contribute as many answers to this, to these questions. Um, What's the worst
3: that could happen?
2: you're probably gonna respond first, and you're gonna pro- give an actual answer to whatever this question is <laughs> and I might add to it to or just you know i I think I'm just gonna have more questions about whatever this question is as long I as nobody asks it. us anything about
3: milking, then I'm happy oh, we should totally have <laughs> has Heather to send us some milking questions <laughs> see that I can answer um, <laughs> I'm sure
2: you can. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, this will be interesting, Uh, so I guess let's just uh, go for the first one, or or do you want to
3: say anything else before we get started? We we might as well just jump straight in and see what madness people have sent us. All right, we, let's, okay, let's go,
2: first one, here we go, play.
0: Guys, this is Eric from the Utini, from the Living Force, from everything, uh, Love the show. First time caller. Uh, <laughs> actually, previous guest, so not really. I was wondering, whatever happened to all the rest of the survivors from Alderaan? I know that not everyone is on planet, and because it is my favorite planet of our Lord and Savior, Bail Organa, I wanted to know, whatever happened to the rest of them? Did they form some kind of fighting force? Were they ever found? Was there a support group? Uh, yeah, I reached into that uh, good old Trev brain, and um, let me know what happened. All right thanks y'all bye
3: so there is there is a thing there there is a survivors of olderan thing i'm pretty sure it's a west end games thing <laughs> um let's talk about the massive cache of cache of weapons from olderan because it was a pacifist planet but they had this massive cache of weapons stashed somewhere um y- you had the graveyard of Old Iran, obviously, because you know there's plenty of carbon flying around there, where people used to make pilgrimages. Pilgrimages, uh, make pilgrim pilgrimages.
2: I mean, I think it's, that it's, sounds. It's, it's one mean, of those words. I've I've never had to pluralize uh, <laughs> pilgrimage.
1: But... <laughs>
3: they make a pilgrimage to yes. to, to the graveyard. Um, I can't remember any more precise details off the top of my head. There, there is a thing. I, I know that there's also like a backlash against, because you know, older, older aliens work for the Empire around that time. So there is a backlash against ones who continue working for the Empire. Um, hope that helps. <laughs> that's well, that's about all I've got.
2: This, I, I would say. Um, well, first of all, thank you, Eric. For yes, thank you. That Eric. question. <laughs> <laughs> Of course Sorry, you have to bring up something awful. about. It. You went right into it, <laughs> but of course you have to bring up something about Alderon. Uh, no, no surprise there, but uh, <laughs> that was actually also a very good question. Um, isn't there? A, I mean, there's a a bit of it in in uh, in Lost Stars, isn't it? Like, because one of the characters is from Alderon, so um, we do get to like see some Alderan. Is it Alderanians? That what they're called? Yeah yeah so like i mean we do get to see some specific people um like react to what happened right um besides just
3: isn't i I haven't read lost stars since release but yeah is it isn't it the arsehole was from alderaan like the arsehole best friend yeah
2: I think is that right
3: yeah something like that yeah he's just a bit of an ass
2: (laughs) yeah 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 we had the
3: yeah the he he had the long hair right i think too Trust trust Jose to think about the hair. He remembers the hair. Nothing about his morals or his politics, but he had good hair. Well,
2: you know, that's part of it. It's important.
3: Uh,
2: But, um, yeah, no, I think that um, uh, there's a little bit of that in there. So, um, I can't – I mean, I feel like Aftermath should have brought it up there, too. Yeah, no – not off the top of my head, but I can think huh. of. That would have been a good book to talk about that, to be honest. Like, I, I like the idea of a support group. Um, even that, you know what? I'm sure that would have been also a very good uh, Star Wars Detours episode. Just
3: like <laughs>
2: a support group of the well, I, I
3: I think that might be making too much light of the subject <laughs> at hand.
2: <laughs> no, but I mean, I think that they're that could have been a good one. I think that, you know, if we ever do get the that um I, uh Disney Plus to release that, I hope that there is an episode or it's just some some skit or some little bit in there about the survivors of Alderaan. I think there's there's like potential for comedy there.
3: Just just all in a <laughs> comedy. Just all in yes. the group going, "My name's Trevor. My family was killed on Alderaan with everybody else's." I I'm not <laughs> sure where the humor comes into that. I, I, you know, I'm I'm gonna leave it up to
2: <laughs> comedy writers to figure it out. <laughs> but you know, com, you know, isn't it like there's tragedy plus time equals comedy? So uh, I think uh, it's been long enough.
3: Uh, okay, okay
2: the whole thing happened a long time ago. Therefore, it's been it's been long enough. L- for lots this of tragedy. things happened
3: a long time ago, but you still don't joke about. It. <laughs>
2: Uh, you can, you can, you can. <laughs> but we're not going you, to right here. I'm just going to make no, that dude, clear. No, but you can. There's, so, all right. Uh, Thanks, Eric, Eric. I hope that answers your question. <laughs> uh, let's check in with the next one here that we're going to, the last one on the list. Now we're, we're going up and down this list. So we'll okay. see. Let's go.
1: How much did we know about the Sith before they were revealed at last to the Jedi in 1999?
3: Okay, so um, I should just point out uh, this is from one of our um, Discord members, Toll. So okay. he was he was one of the Discord guys who answered our call for questions. Um, it's, a, it's a fairly loaded question, Miss. Uh, sorry, before I go anywhere, before Jose steals the th- thunder, thank you for your um, question, Toll. <laughs> 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 um, how much did we know about the Sith before 99? Yes, how much depends how much you read because you know bloody loads to be honest. Because <laughs> the whole, <laughs> the whole tales of the Jedi comics had done, been done before that. You know the Sith species, the dark lords of a Sith, the Sith war. There was there was plenty known. It just depends on how much you read. If you'd only if you'd only seen the movies, then you wouldn't know anything about the Sith because the words not even mentioned in the original trilogy. Um, so again, it it really depends. How much you'd read because a lot of information was out there. Who? Okay, I'm. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Uh, this
2: is this is a serious question then. But yes, do you? I mean, do you know when was the first time where we hear the term Sith or or? Uh, Sith um... have
3: been around on like marketing material since the original trilogy. Um, you know, so I think even on the card backs of figures. Um, Darth Vader was called a dark lord of a Sith. Really? So yeah, that information was always there but okay. it was just never communicated in the movies.
2: Yeah. Does anyone I mean, do you know where the word Sith comes from? Like why why Sith?
3: No. I know that Timothy Zahn wanted to bring the Sith back in the Thrawn Trilogy. The, the Nogri was supposed to be sith as in uh-huh. sith species um but he, what Ooh, I, a species i mean a sith are the species anyway if you go back to the historically in star wars history
2: there we go there we go, uh, go yes let's so do this
3: but <laughs> during the i'm gonna have to get my schisms right here
2: Ooh, okay yeah i have i i have i've done my research now <laughs> i have stuff Did, to add once you're done with this
3: <laughs> so do, During the first Jedi schism, which is when loads of um, Jedi went dark and the first kind of split within the Jedi Order. After that, the remaining Dark Jedi kind of exiled themselves or or fled and ended up on the planet Korriban. And that's where they found the original Sith species, which are like red humanoids. They've got like tendrils, you know, they're aliens, not, not actual humans. And then, you know, a thousand years of interbreeding between the exiled Jedi and the Sith meant that they kind of become one thing but the Sith were a species but then as the ruler of that then species became Dark Lord of the Sith and it just kind of evolved from there over millennia
2: so the word Sith was first used in the 1974 rough draft of Star Wars with the first published use being the 1976 novelization of Star Wars as a title for the key villain, Darth Vader, the Dark Lord of the Sith.
3: There you go. So since
2: 1974, there have been Sith. Um, So, and hold on, there's another thing. I mean, there's what you said about uh, the Thrawn trilogy is uh, all correct. Sith characters are... I
3: love how Jose's h- using Google to mark me as I go. <laughs> no, well, you
2: know, I have to fact check you somehow. However, the concept of no, this is Dark Jedi. Nope, blah blah blah. The Sith, the Sith were not mentioned by name in canonical movies until the prequel trilogy used the word and film. There we go. Starting with 1999's The Phantom Menace. So yes, yes everything else seems to be accurate. And the first time that it was, it seems to have ever been written down, the word Sith was in 1974. Where the actual word comes from, I don't know. And you know, I feel like this article is wrong. And then using that little bit of information as etymology, because this is just giving you a history of when the word was used, and doesn't etymology also? I mean, I think part of that is like where the word actually comes from, not. Which books or whatever it appears, maybe it's all the same. I don't know. Any etymologists <laughs> out there? Feel free to like chime in on
3: what this is or how to do. Um, I mean, we did find about out about slugs last time we put the question exactly, out there. So exactly. you know, our so listeners etym- will help. Etymologists, call to action.
2: <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> Tell us about Sith and about the origin of the word Sith. Okay, good next one yes
3: so next one is uh should we do frank
2: what should be the second one from the top
3: now i, I know but i didn't want to do eric two in a row and then told two in a row if we jump to frank and then right, go back do, to them so, okay, okay okay fine okay. let's do this
2: one right, that says okay. frank question let's
3: do that oh like hey hello frank
0: Hey, Trevor and Jose, Frank here from Dublin. The topic i like
3: you guys Hello. to deep dive Hello. into is the new Jedi Order series. So exactly what you want to discuss about the series, I leave it entirely up to you guys. So if you want to delve into what the best book is or about Chewbacca's death, or even
2: some of the storylines that didn't make it into the series. Um, Spoilers. Things like, such as (laughs) as the, initially the invading force from the unknown reasons was supposed to be dark side users. I'll leave it entirely up to you guys. Um, Have fun with it. And may the force be with you. Man. Okay. So. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Tell us to talk about anything on uh what is it?
3: Eighteen, nineteen, whatever book series. As far as phoning questions go, that one's quite broad. um <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to. I, I can't spend too long on this because we spoke about New Jedi Order a fair bit on our last episode with Corey when we talked about we... the Legacy of a Force. We um, did talk
2: about that. We did not talk about uh, Chewbacca's death, and uh, you know, I think it was
3: a, he was—he was killed with a by a moon via moon. <laughs> yes, he was. A, a moon landed on him. <laughs> I mean, yes. th- so essentially, okay, the ta- let's talk the about and that. Vong the ha- have this um, these thing called Dovin Basil's, which are like gravity manipulating machines. Yeah. So they buried one deep within the planet of uh, Sur- Sur-Dippo? Sur-Dippo? Um which then uh, broadcast a, like, a gravitic pulse to the moon, pulling the moon onto the planet. How big was this moon? It, moon-sized. It's a moon. <laughs> I don't think it really matters whether it's a small moon or a big moon. It's going to have the same effect being dragged into a planet.
2: Yeah, well, the I mean, it's-
3: I think a small moon is still quite big. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's like saying, was it a big pyramid or a small pyramid? If you go I... to Egypt, they're all quite big. I just want
2: the. I just want to calculate the circumference. Of, I mean, uh...
3: it is the minimum size that a rock has to be before it's a moon, or is it more about What's its that... orbit around a planet?
2: Yeah, if it's or it's if it's a philosophical any, uh, question. Okay, so if something is just orbiting around a planet, uh I think that's just like a satellite, right? Yes. And it has to be a specific size for it to be a moon. So the question then really is how big?
3: Or small. Or how
2: small <laughs> does an object need to be? No, how big or you know. What size does What's the
3: smallest a moon can be?
2: Yes. What's there we go, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> what's the smallest uh, moon and you know i'm sorry frank we've we've taken your question in a completely different direction well jose uh, google's moons so i'm just say, moon? new jay and older is
3: brilliant and everyone should read it i know 19 books is daunting and there's a lot going on but it's the peak of star wars legends
2: okay read it so here we go so the smallest moon that we have observed <laughs> in our reality is the moon of Miranda. Uh, it, is, you know, it is 470 kilometers in diameter. Uh, and, what, and,
3: uh, and where is this moon?
2: I, know, I have to click on through. This is the smallest and innermost of Uranus's five-round satellite. Oh, oh, oh it's it's a it's a satellite oh, This moon is a satellite so moons are satellites but not but satellites are not moons as important to <laughs> Yes, know it there. Is.
3: it's a gray area
2: yes so we could assume that this 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 item this satellite that was used to crush uh, chewbacca was at the very least 470 uh, kilometers in diameter oh so hold on
3: hold, hold on i'm going to have to stop you there jose yeah trying to relate our real world physics to Star Wars physics is never gonna work. There's nothing that says that's moon. This has is not to be physics. This size. is just
2: distance.
3: <laughs> well, it's
2: just for comparative, so that we can understand the <laughs> scale of what a moon
3: like can be. So, what did you say? Four hundred and eighty-five kilometers. Four hundred and oh, 470. How big is our moon? You know, if we're gonna get to grips awesome. with this. <laughs> true. 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 How. <laughs> You know, if you know try why, do, why is our moon called
2: Moon? It's such a you know like they go like with Miranda for this other moon, and our moon is just Moon. It's that's and our, moon. our and our and our planet is called Earth. Like come on, like that's, they could have been a lot more. Moon was already inventive. taken. Yeah, so then we name every <laughs> single other thing after our own satellite. Yeah. how pretentious can we be? <laughs> so what is this? <laughs> I mean, you've how met big the rest is of moon. your race? Right? How how big? is the moon here we go let's see how big is i'm going with the bigger. moon the moon is 1737.5 kilometers
3: wow so like four times the size of miranda mm-hmm. then
2: yes miranda is tiny so at the very least you need <laughs> you need for you need an object that is 470 kilometers in diameter to crush a chewbacca
3: anything less than that is a flesh wound
2: Yes, Chewbacca is sturdy. Uh, you need something of that size and scale and density to kill a Chewbacca. That Frank, uh, thank you. I
3: thank hope you. that helped. Yes, I, yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you for your question, Frank. Uh,
2: I know that's what you really wanted to to get out of us. Um, now you know, um, and yeah, yes, uh, that's 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 fact that is canon. Four hundred and seventy kilometers to kill a Chewbacca.
3: Yeah, all right, or 025 percent of our moon. A point two five of our moon would have killed a chili. Yes. You can, if you can scoop out Stats. a quarter
2: of our moon. You can use that scoop to kill a Chewbacca if you
3: ever encounter one. Can you believe we do this for free? This sort of content. This, people should pay a is, fortune for this content. Is this a plug for us to talk about? Thank you to
2: all of our Patreon listeners yes. for help. Supported. <laughs> I'm not going to go into that thing again. Um, all right. Let's just, let's just go into the next question. Okay. Jared.
1: What's up, Star Wars Archives? Jared Mays here, host of Legends Look Back. I've got a question for y'all. This is inspired by the most recent episode of The Living Force, episode 135, where they commemorated the deaths of some major Star Wars characters. And it got <laughs> it's me thinking chewy all over again. if you guys know anything about this, or at least could have some fun conversation about it. Can you think of what Star Wars character has died most often? Obviously, <laughs> we've got an example of uh, Evan Peel, who died both in the <laughs> Clone Wars Stop episode. Uh, what is that one called? Citadel Rescue, right? The, the, when they go to the Citadel, he dies, and then they're like, oh, we got to avenge him, or something like that. I'm not the biggest Clone Wars expert in the world. But he also dies in a book that I read earlier this year. Could have been last year. Time is relative. Uh, the Coruscant Knights book, Jedi Twilight dies right at the top of the book. Not that big of a spoiler. Don't freak out or anything. If you guys could discuss this, can you think of any other character who died twice? All right, guys. Thank you.
2: May the Force be with you. Yes. Go on. Palpatine has died. Yes, Palpatine's died many times. (laughs) He's died many times. Does every every, uh, Palpatine clone count as another Palpatine?
3: So how many times has Palpatine died? So he dies in Return of the Jedi. He dies in Dark Empire... One, two, and three? Does he, he die in, does he die in two? Or does he just die in three? He dies at least twice in the Dark Empire trilogy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he dies in Rise Res- of Skywalker. He dies, dies in Rise of Skywalker. Does he come back at all after Dark Empire and Legends? His no. his
2: clone, Father of Rey, is killed as well. So I will count that in. Uh, a, a Snoke is a Palpatine clone, supposedly. So there we go. Another death in there.
3: So five or six for pulp's, pulp's. Yep. Yeah.
2: You know, I've got also got to say this. We are recording this on Halloween, and I'm. You know, we're talking about Chewbacca deaths. We're talking about how many people have died. We're talking about how many. You know, the Alder onions. Like, the yeah, people you have people died. are sick. This is no. This is very appropriate for today. So you know, you guys are on point. You know, this is. For for me, I think this is very appropriate. Uh, Trev seems to be the one carrying the light in um, in in our show, so of course to him, you guys are sick. Uh, <laughs> these are all very good questions. Uh, I um, also
3: I also want an honorary mention to Hobby, Hobby from the Rogue Squadron books. You Hobby. know, Wedge's best mate. Um, so Hobby dies in the original Marvel comic series. uh, there's a issue called hoth stuff where it's really traumatic with um wedge and hobby stranded on hoth (laughs) for months after empire strikes back but then that issue was kind of retconned out so he's a big player in all the Rogue squadron books throughout legends and jason fry brought him back in from a certain point of view empire strikes back but only brought him back in mention just to say that he did die in the battle. Of Hoth, <laughs> so he's died twice. Um, is, is hobby a human? Cause I'm yeah, just picturing
2: Dobby from no, Hall no, no. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, 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 he's,
3: he's, he's one of the big three from Rose, so you got, uh, okay. you got Wes, uh, so you got Jansen, you got wedge and you got hobby. Uh,
2: Does he have big ears? I just, I still kind of <laughs> want it to be.
3: It's definitely house not, elf. not Dobby. Uh, <laughs> Evan Peel that uh, Jared mentioned, as soon as he talked about people dying more than once, that was my thing, so I'm gutted that he stole that thunder from me. Um, well, I mean, it's what, Jared, it's what a
2: Jared does to a Trev. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, I, I I think that's enough on that yeah. one. I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head. I'm sure All there right. are. I'm sure there yeah, are. Yeah, of course.
2: Yeah. All right. Thank you, Jared. I hope that answers your question, question too. Jared. I mean, er, everyone who's been asking questions, I hope our answers are adequate to your questions. I don't, you know, we we did not rehearse this, so uh, yeah, I hope you're satisfied with whatever we are sending in, or uh, no, I'm not sending in. You have sent it in. We're answering what you sent in. There we go. Okay, next question, Trev. Yes.
3: Uh, where are we going? Since now you've you've messed up my method. <laughs> I, my I system, did mess so it up. So just, I guess you're picking. I'm gonna go for this one labeled question one then
2: okay let's do that hey guys uh long time listener you guys are you know since day one um love the show you you're amazing um i particularly <laughs> like that episode you did on on jackson um so you know more of that anytime will be very much uh, appreciated anyways uh, my question for you guys is um what about sand um just Tell me, like, what are your thoughts on sand and, and, and in the within the universe? Um, yeah, anything you can tell me about sand will be, will be great. Thank
3: you. So, uh, so that caller didn't even introduce himself. Who was that, Jose? Mm, I, I don't. I mean, someone. He he sounded lovely.
2: <laughs> uh, I I would like to know who it is. So uh, you know, I'll take this person out to you know have a have a pint, and we can talk about sand and jackson i think these are all very good that's i mean sand I, uh, you know coincidentally
3: i wanted to do a whole episode about sand uh, i, with I was, prep, I was you're just like, gonna give some context yeah. <laughs> to this question and say in in the nicest possible way jose and don't take offense at this bit of british slang but you're a prick <laughs> <laughs> as soon as they came jose did say can we do an episode about sand i'm like what the hell are we gonna talk about by sand for an yep. hour?
2: the listeners as
3: we've just proven to you it's random and want to know yeah. about sand okay, so. well, it's, it's coarse and it's irritating and it gets everywhere
2: okay here's <laughs> here's the reason I wanted to bring you uh, I have brought up sand as an episode. Is I mean obviously there's a lot of sand and there's I had also just everywhere. watched I had also just watched um, um Dune so you know uh, Arrakis uh, yeah. which is is an inspiration for uh for uh Tatooine right I mean it's uh, clearly you if, know Sar Sarlacc is the is is basically a sandworm
3: if uh, if those two if those two concepts came out today if Dune and Star Wars were written today. Lucas would totally be getting sued. Yes, <laughs> it's yes. absolute, one hundred percent. Yes. So, but you know,
2: when we're when watching Star Wars, I think when they first get down into into the planet into Tatooine, and we see sand, we see well, we see sand, but we see three PO walking on the sand, and I'm just wondering, like, you know, is sand something that then is it like? it gets into all of his gears and all this stuff. Like, he's walking for a long time. Well, that's why he
3: needed an oil bath. His joints were seizing up. Mm. It's it's all there. Yeah, okay. No, I I mean, mean, I I believe you, but... I I worry about R2's wheels, you know. Anyone looking for realism and physics have got to be pulled out of the movie right there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like there should be... More sand-specific uh, um,
3: bots, right? You have the 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 treadwell, you know. Yes, yes. His, his little Stanley knife of a robot, but that, that's a good one with his treads. Yeah, that, yeah. that works. Um, what about BB
2: Eight? As a, I mean, a, he does, he's he's pretty much he's, he's a sphere with a magnet
3: that keeps his head attached. Now, surely the most likely thing is that he just spins in a circle kicking a big pile of sand up behind him and just digging himself deeper and deeper. Isn't that how it would actually work in reality? Depends on how much
2: he weighs. But however, I mean, BB-8 was a practical prop and
3: he was out on on sand dunes. I mean, practical prop held on a stick with a guy in a green suit. Sometimes.
2: (laughs) Not... Not all the
3: time. He also
2: I mean, works like in
3: reality. I mean, surely the most ideal one would be like the gonk droid, because you've got those really big flat feet, like snowshoes. Yes. That's That's got to be the most practical Very big sand flat droid.
2: feet, sort of like low to the ground. It doesn't seem like he has a lot of openings. It's just like a big square. So if there's a sandstorm, I feel like his density would also kind of like... No, there's a lot of surface area, so he would be blown over
3: oh yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. bomar spider monk if that could work
2: maybe yeah
3: <laughs> yeah so
2: yeah you know that's that yeah that's that's uh that's sand <laughs> <laughs> that's sand for you
3: yeah so sand's a thing uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it gets everywhere it gets it yeah it's, it is but, irritating but thank you anonymous listener for your incredible mm-hmm. question yes please please write to us so, um, or message us again he anytime. had a really nice voice i like this voice uh, i i it's, it's like butter <laughs> very, very,
2: very, very lovely i would slather myself all over <laughs> that
3: voice with with that voice <clears throat> Yes, sorry, I'm bath. just taking a minute to compose. I would such. have
2: an oil bath with that voice,
3: <laughs> wouldn't and, you all? And, I think and it's so, uh, and so will our listeners. Yes, yes, some some can. ASMR thing going on right now. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, next right. next question. Uh, next question. What do you want to do? Is, uh, Jacob. Jacob, our okay. friend Jacob from Cosmic Force.
0: S W A Q Jacob file. Hey Jose and Trev, this is Jacob from the Cosmic Force Podcast, and I have a few questions for you guys today.
3: You know, we love both Legends and
0: Canon in their own special and unique ways, but we've seen a lot of Legends things being brought back into Canon. Such as everyone's fan favorite Grand Admiral Thrawn and of course Jose's favorite Jackson the Smuggler. Yes. So in the spirit of that question. What's something you'd like to see from the old school comics, whether it be the Marvel or the Dark Horse era, uh, that could be brought back into canon? In addition, uh, in the spirit of the question, I'll ask this: uh, What Legends author that has not made a canon appearance would you like to see come back? Thanks for your time, guys, and uh, hope you have a great good episode. Good
3: question.
2: That's a very Trev question. Um so I'm going to go jump in right now hold on yes. because you're going you're going to have an actual answer here. <laughs> so um I haven't read a lot of the the original comics and stuff so um but uh, I want to see that um that from from when Jackson first appeared I want to see that blue hedgehog or purple hedgehog creature.
3: Oh what's his name? Because of a h I can't remember his name. But yeah, mm-hmm. he throws his spine his quills yeah. as weapons. I wanna
2: see yeah, I wanna see I wanna see that in action. That would be awesome. So I want that in live action. I want that in one of the Disney Plus shows. I don't want it I don't want it in a, it in a movie <laughs> comic book that's already been done. I don't want it animated. We've already have an idea of what that looks like animated. I want a gigantic hedgehog that can shoot out quills. Is it a pork it is a hedgehog, right? It's, it's not a pork Yeah, it's,
3: it's a hedgehog. Okay. It's an an- so that anthropo- anthropomorphized. Oh. What's that word for humanizing animals? Yes, it's a word for it. Where's that our word. Ent- Where's our entomologist at? Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's a it's a humanoid Anthropor-
2: anthropo- Yeah, I, I thought one. I had yeah. it, and then I, I, I missed
3: it. <laughs> it's like led it by my tongue. Yes,
2: let's do that one, and then the Don Quixote, whatever. Yeah. Uh, character. I mean, any any
3: single character from that group. I let's do that movie. I mean, yes. but. That the Don Juan Quixote thing. Yes. That could make such a tragic adult novel, couldn't it? Either yeah. an actual Jedi Knight gone mad or mm-hmm. a delusional old man who thought he was. hmm. Like a a really dang beat adult yeah. novel. That could be that could be awesome. You know-
2: you can do a whole novel about this where, you know, there's this old Jedi and then he sometimes you know, somehow he gets this sort of like shorter, like pudgier sidekick and they travel ar- around the galaxy and then they see, I don't know, some like gigantic evaporator. And then he thinks that his evaporators are giants and he wants to go <laughs> battle these evaporators. <laughs> and then the pudgy sidekick is just like, what are you doing? That's not a giant. That is a giant evaporator. And but over time <laughs> as as this novel progresses, this pudgier psychic at some point starts to see starts the reality. In. Yeah, he starts buying in as the other one starts to like realize that he is just an old old Jedi. You know, something some I don't know, I think there's something that, to that's that. Inspired. Story. That's inspired. That's yeah. inspired. There's something there. I don't Um, know where you come up with this stuff. mm, No, I don't know. I think it has the potential to, like, you know, for generations, for like (laughs) hundreds of years, for people to read this one story. So I don't know um, how they'd ever make a movie out of it, though. I no, I think it's an (laughs) it's an impossible movie to make. (laughs) Um, But I think that there's there's something there. So Jacob, I think that would be my vote there. Um, Let's make a story out of that. And uh, um, so now, Trev, can you <laughs> go answer the the question a little okay. more
3: seriously? Although mine no. was a
2: very serious answer.
3: And Okay, a serious answer. And I swear to God, this is a serious answer. I um. want who I want to see who back in canon. And you know, Kevin Scott's just waiting for the time. The little... I've mentioned who just before, the little... Energy-eating telepathic rabbits
2: Ooh, with yes.
3: big floppy ears. Yes, more rabbits. That whole kind of middle third section of a Marvel comic run. Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. there's one story in particular called Shantus of the Stars. I'm not mm-hmm. even sure I'm pronouncing that word correctly because I've only Shantoos. ever seen it written down in this one comic.
2: Shantus, and it's of the set stars. between
3: Empire and Jedi. They're looking for Han. Pliff the Hoogib is part of a rebel team now. You've got these little teddy bears before we knew about Ewoks that when they get horny turn into massive teddy bears. Ooh. Leia has to do karaoke to calm them down. <laughs> and it's 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 not tongue-in-cheek. It's written straight up and it's one of my favorite issues of any comic of all time. I kind of love everything about
2: this. Yes, <laughs> let's do
3: this as well. So that, I, I just want that comic to be canonized. Let's do it. That's what yes. I want. Okay. Um, do you
2: have a... I mean, I want to... What, what was the follow-up question? So the follow-up question was an author from
3: Legends to come to... Uh... Uh, uh, um, let me. Go. Oh, James Lucino, obviously.
2: Oh, he hasn't so. done a...
3: No, canon? no. Did he do Tarkin? No, he did. Yeah, he did. Catalyst. Maybe it's not.
2: Yeah, he did uh, Catalyst. That's okay. canon. Um, so
3: someone else. Uh, I'm looking at my bookshelf. I mean, he would have been my first. Let's play
2: don't... the. Let's play the Jeopardy. Uh, yeah, I don't really uh, want right
3: uh, to I don't want to see Troy Denning in canon. I'm gonna be honest. T- Greg Keys. So. <laughs> Uh, Greg Keyes only wrote a handful of books, so he wrote the uh, uh, the Edge of Victory duology for New Jedi and they're bloody incredible books. They're a highlight of the whole series. I've recently reread them. I'd love to see him back because I feel he was completely underrated as an author. His books went straight to paperback because they did the whole sort of five hardbacks in the nineteen books. And I feel mm-hmm. that like they were a bit overlooked. Um, him. Let's, let's get him in canon. There we go. That's my answer. All right. There we go. Okay. Question answered.
2: All right. Next one. Let's, here we go for this question 02? Okay.
3: Let's go for question two. Um,
0: my question uh, for the podcast, big fan, by the way, is um, why in the prequels, did they not make Obi-Wan a love interest of Padme as well and set up the perfect love triangle? Cuz he's even um, Anakin's even jealous in the third one of Obi-Wan. But what a great added layer if there was um confused feelings and love and like Natalie Portman had great chemistry with Ewan McGregor. What the hell?
3: Yeah. So Jose, did you have a party and just ask some random to? That was that question? was a
2: friend of mine, and I had I was saying that we were do, recording this podcast, and you
3: should have just got all of them to I, record a question. I, that I, would have I, been incredible. I, I know
2: she was really into it, and uh, so and I, she actually she brought that up, and I'm like, can you can I record you as, asking that question? And this this like, should be sure. our new segment. She's also, Jose's drunk friends <laughs> ask questions. She was not drunk. She's actually also a uh, I, I believe she's a writer. For for like tv and movies and stuff like that so yeah you know there's
3: oh look at you hobnobbing Hobnob, in your show no no i'm just saying
2: it's uh <laughs> it's it's a i think there's you know the idea of like doing a, a love triangle as you know writing that in i think there's probably you know her own background is going into that question Be- but it's it's a i think it's a good
3: question um... yeah and, and there is there is some context behind it because the whole anarchy jealousy thing was leaned into a lot more in the novelization of Revenge really? of Sith, okay, tell me a, a about A lot this. heavier. I did, um, I did read that, but it's been a while. So let's, yeah. I mean, I think there's even one of the deleted scenes because because there's that whole thing about oh Obi Wan's been here. Yeah, you know, there's there's much more from from Anakin's point of view. There's much more evidence to convince him that there's something going on between really? Padme and Obi Wan. Now, now let's be honest. Your friend wanting this is is wrong, because that <laughs> would taint Obi-Wan as a character. Could could you imagine Obi-Wan doing that? Yes.
2: No, he, he, no, he,
3: There's a the whole thing with Satine. No, because he's the... Yes, to Satine, who isn't married... He, remember, he's the greatest Jedi Master of his generation. Yes. He's not about to go hooking up with his Padawan's wife. Well, he doesn't know. That's, I mean, he... He's uh, come must- on come yeah. on <laughs> would do you want to see that happen i th- and i don't mean do you want to see Owen Mc- ewan mcgregor and natalie portman in the love scene I that's do, not the question i'm asking
2: yeah because like, i do think that um obi the- One is
3: the good of and good
2: yeah because ewan and natalie portman did have really good chemistry Absolutely. And I, and I think that I, I that movie. Yeah, and I think that they have better chemistry than Hayden Christensen and, and Natalie Portman.
3: Oh hundred percent. So,
2: and I think that yeah, so it's I think that's why you also kinda like want to see that because yeah, the the actors themselves, like they just I, I mean, there was something there. Um plus it, it's ill it acting. It, <laughs> it's it's acting. No, but there's also natural <laughs> chemistry between people and you know like actors will, you know, they do they are tested for chemistry with one another, right? To make sure that they can they're compatible. Um so yeah, I mean you're right about like if we want Obi-Wan to remain pure and everything then and with everything happening in like in the Clone Wars uh, the animated series it's pretty clear that everyone knows that there's a relationship between uh Anakin
3: and and Padme. So Yeah, I think I think it's literally just Mace is the only one who doesn't know. Like Yoda. <laughs> is, Yoda obviously. Knows. Like there
2: I, I just remember there's a, there's that one episode where like uh Anakin like comes off the ship. And they're all, you know, they're all excited to, like, see each other. And then they just, there's a bunch of columns in this one, like, area. And they just go and run behind one of the columns. And they start kissing. And I'm like, guys, you know that that column is only covering you from one end. <laughs> and it's only a column. Like, it's a round column. As soon as
3: everyone, anyone, like, walks past, like, that one point, they can see you. So And they do, they do the same thing in Revenge of the Sith. In fact, well... That's where she tells him that she's pregnant. Right, right. Let's let's not wait till we get back to the oh, apartment. Oh, <laughs> just, no! Just here, you know. So Obi Wan's only over there.
2: Right. So there, <laughs> they're,
3: I mean, I guess that
2: he was a teenager. Was she a teenager when this? I, I guess, or was she already in her twenties? Uh,
3: she's come on, 13. Guy. She's thirteen in Phantom Menace. No, fourteen in Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. No, she was elected at 14, uh-huh. so maybe she's 15 or 16, he's 10, I'm sure <laughs> there's six years between them, which is weird when you're 16 and 10, mm-hmm. and then he's 20, so she would be 26, which is not weird at all, really. I'll that a little bit. Um, I mean, my wife's six years older than me. Yeah, when did you guys meet? Uh, Like seven years ago. Yeah, that's different is it though is yes it? it is
2: a 20 and a 26 year old is very different than That's like a fine. 40 and a 46 year old or fine. a 35 and a 42 year like
3: i mean it it's much different than a 10 and a 16 year
2: old it as you get older the time difference is that it's it matters less and less but time i feel like 20, Didn't you say that at the
3: beginning you
2: said it <laughs> no i did not say it. no that was jared in his question
3: oh okay there we go
2: Time is not relative. The perception of time is, but time itself <laughs> is not relative. The time is change. Therefore, time is like time happens. But the perception of it is relative. Nicely done. I like that. There you go. More science to you for you guys. <laughs> Brought to you by Jose. <laughs> and if you'd like to have more of this additional, like, great content,
3: you can become a Patreon subscriber and go to no
2: stop laughing But in, okay. in,
3: in answer to your random friends question no i do not want to see obi-wan in a weird love triangle i do no i yes. do not want
2: that yes that would have been great great uh great dramatic uh but i don't know i the thing is i don't think george had the capacity to write that yeah
3: yeah i'm not saying anything uh, <laughs> he i mean he's a
2: great he, big he, thinker he, big big picture thinker great Um,
3: he's, I don't think he is the best at writing love dialogue. But yeah, taking Attack of the Clones on its own, he barely wrote a relationship that existed. Exactly. So (laughs)
2: imagine him attempting to write a love triangle. Like he did, he did his best with what we were shown. Oh
3: God, could you imagine you and McGregor going, (laughs) it's so frustrating.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean. I would like to see him though say go like approach Padman go Hello there. <laughs> huh? Huh?
3: No. Maybe just no, work. Wear, whole...
2: just, just wearing a robe and he just like nope. she walks the into the room idea... and he just goes That's all
3: he ever wears is robes. Hello He's there. a Jedi.
2: Oh, but uh maybe his robe is opened. And he's just uh, wedding no. in a dark bedroom. No And she no. walks she walks no. in and no. he goes
3: No. Just no. Hello there. We there's a fanfic channel in our Discord for this little smut. Hello Keep there. It there. <laughs> okay. All next right. Question. Next question. Next question. Yes, next question. I, I did not like that question. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was good. <laughs>
2: All right. Uh Eric's ships file. Yep. All right. Let's go. All
0: right, guys. Eric again. Uh I thought of another one immediately. In your opinion, what is the coolest ship design that not a lot of folks know about? that either only appeared in some comics, only appeared in some books or it's one of those ones from the films that just never gets talked about with like X-wings and anything like that. What is the one ship model that we all need to own? Thanks.
2: Not not own, but I have an answer for this. I don't I don't want to okay. own it, but there's a there's a ship in in the Clone Wars movie that they um, escape in uh, from when they're trying to rescue the little baby uh, uh hut? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Hutlet. Call back to our previous episode of (laughs) Huts. Uh, So go back and and listen to that if you haven't. Uh, I'm doing a lot of callbacks. I'm very doing good with our you know housekeeping kind of like stuff today. Um, Let's no, but there there the ship that they get into is this really boxy ship that to me looks just like the ship in Spaceballs. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about because.
3: No, but it, I find the space I mean, ball reference funny.
2: You know space balls. You yes. know that it's just like an RV that is just flying through space, <laughs> and I one hundred percent believe that this ship is modeled after that one. So, which would be which is great because then it's space balls referencing Star Wars. And then Star Wars referencing Spaceballs. So it's like, I, 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 I like that idea. It's very meta. Uh, you know, Facebook now being meta, that we're even, you know, everything being meta is very topical. So um, yes, I think that that ship, I'm going to post pictures of that because I think that it's, it's accurate, what I am saying. And once,
3: I, once you see pictures of them next to each other, you are going to agree, Trev. Okay, and I'm, I'm not a fleet junkie. I'm not one of these who... I don't care how long a Star warrior is. You know, I really... That sort of stuff, that's not my niche mm-hmm. at all. So I'm going to go with... The new High Republic sh- uh, ships. The Vectors, the Jedi Vectors. Ooh. I think that's possibly the coolest Starfighter design that's ever existed in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Simple as.
2: Because, like, but...
3: yeah. The other thing I would love to see in live action one day are uglies. Do you um, know about uglies? I, I mean, yeah, I've, seen, I've seen a few of those in my... <laughs> my so own. uglies are, you know, like smuggler ships. They're kitbash ships. Uh-huh. So you might get a TIE wing, which will be Ooh. a TIE fighter cockpit with the Y wings in the, yes. In the cells. Yes. You know, or an, an X-TIE. Yes, it's, I like it's this. It's basically kit-bashed ships. Yes. So it's a thing in Legends where, you know, smugglers or whoever build uglies out of whatever they can. So you'll have all these sort of mishmashed designs great. that are iconic, but yeah. mixed in together. So yes. we should we should see more of that.
2: Yes, 100%. Because, um, I, I mean, the... Kind of tying to that and your High Republic uh, talk, like the... What the nihil, nihil uh use? I mean, it's all they're all kind of like put together as well, right? They're all sort of like random pieces of ships, and so they kind of look very to me, like in my mind, I kind of see them as being very like Mad Max. Vehicle, yeah, there's definitely like, that
3: Fury Road yeah. thing going
2: on there. So I, you know, so that kind of ship to be, like, I like that idea. So these uglies, I think, fall into that category, and I think that would be awesome to have. And see that in live action, especially if it is like iconic designs that, or you can definitely tell that that was this was part of this ship, and then they okay. Kind well, of let, it. let's
3: um, let's let's test Google's algorithms. I want you to Google right now uh-huh. "Star Wars uglies." Oh, I, let's see whether I it don't, brings up ships I don't think. <laughs> or aliens. I I don't. It think. might bring up the ships. I'm hoping it brings up the ships because "uglies" is a term. That's what they call them.
2: Spelled that's what, spelled like that's what Corrin, like U G L I E S
3: yeah that's what Corin Horn and Rose Squadron call them anyway
2: Star Wars Uglies well of course the first uh, answer is uh, Jabba is is from um, Wikipedia and it describes what a white is white tie and to, clutch fighter
3: go straight to images
2: images yeah the first it's yeah it's it's correct every ugly ship.
3: These are cool looking yeah like look you yeah, there's some really interesting day. mismatches what's that so that's uh so that's a tie interceptor with an e-wing that's an e-wing which were introduced that's an eu thing so i think they came along first in the dark empire series i think
2: these are cool i like because them
3: they, they figured they couldn't keep using x b a and y forever they had to come up with a new letter
2: yeah, these are these are awesome. Yeah,
0: I
3: like them. Like, yes. More oh wow, these. that one's awesome. So, so for our listeners, so this is a like a tie ball cockpit on a Y wings engines with a tie the top two, it's they have a tie defender wings. Yes. So the triangular tie defender wings on top, and what looks like a jet engine in the middle. I don't know. That's, yeah, I haven't seen that one before. Yeah. Now that's a super cool one. These looking are cool. Shit. I like it. I like it. So
2: yeah. Um Yeah, let's do those.
3: Good answer. So Eric Eric, thank you for letting me introduce Uglies to Jose. Yes. I like the Uglies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh Last question. Last question. So this is from uh Toll again, our Discord user.
1: What writers have only ever written one Star Wars novel? And were those books good, bad, or special? Please include Heart of the Jedi.
3: Um, there's tons of people who have only written one Star Wars novel. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, Salvatore, who only wrote Vector Prime. Uh, no, he didn't. He wrote The Attack of a Clones* story, uh, novelization as well. Okay. Uh... No, Walter Williams wrote Destiny, I'm sure you wrote the Force Heretic Trilogy. Um, oh, uh James S. A. Corey, who only wrote the Honor Among Thieves?
2: Travis Trevis is uh not facing me I'm, right uh, now. He's just looking I'm, at his I'm library, scanning. so his uh if his audio is coming in a little lower it's because he is literally not facing his mic and he is <laughs> okay. just i'll turn my looking white mic he is me. looking at his books at his library so and kevin kevin shink who wrote
3: force collector now that's a young adult canon novel which is completely underrated literally one of my favorite young adult canon novels that was he a, should get that was get another go he should get another go sure um There must be loads, but they're over that side of my room and I can't look that far. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's a ton. Well, he... Toll here mentioned Heart of the Jedi? Yes, but that didn't get released. That was a cancelled book that recently found its way onto the internet recently. Ah, So so Um, does that
2: count as an answer?
3: It's it's an unofficial one. Uh, I'm sure you've read it. I've i tried uh, legends look back did a whole episode on it it's i did not enjoy it as much as jared let's put it that way um uh-huh. <laughs> Ke- kevin hearn who wrote *Air to the jedi one of the first canon novels i'm probably glad he didn't get a second one um tim leban who wrote is that the guy who wrote dawn of a jedi or did he just write the short story there's a lot there's a lot of people I mean, who only wrote one book
2: I mean there's loads of uh of star wars books, so I'm sure there's yeah I know exactly. there's, a, <laughs> there's a lot of people that have only written one thing so all right I think that's uh that's that's it for questions and we're we've hit about the hour now so that actually great timing great number of questions in there i'm I'm especially glad that some of those uh you know, people didn't say who they were. Uh, submitted those questions to help
3: us uh, <laughs> to the hour, I'm, and I'm really impressed at the quality of questions we got. That was that was some good stuff. Yeah, good, good variety. Good variety.
2: However, yes. I think we we do have a little bit of extra time right now to to go back into one of our you know sort of recurring sections. Sometimes our the books and things we talk about are already batshit crazy enough. <laughs> but uh, I think that we we have a special a special batshit crazy segment today. Would that be an appropriate way to to call this? This is a this is a special one.
3: Plus, I've missed the music. It's the batshit crazy book of the week. So my batshit crazy book of the week is Wicket Finds a Way: An Ewok mm-hmm. Adventure. Yes. And Released in it 1984. Calling in? <laughs> published by Random House. Uh-huh. One of four mini storybooks, starring the lovable Ewoks. Yes, I own all four, of but this one can. is batshit crazy because last week I got Warwick Davis to sign it. <laughs> Wicket, Wicket himself. Yes. I've, Jose knows a story I've spoke about in our Slack. He was staying where I work. I basically harassed him one morning oh, just you were to make nice. him. I, I, I was nice.
2: I I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't count that as harassment.
3: But not only did he sign my book, and you may have seen this in Discord already. Not only did he sign my book, but he signed it with Yubnub Yes, which is incredible. Yeah. So not only is the book alone batshit crazy because it's about Wicket getting lost on his little Endor horse in the forest and trying to find his way home. And now it's signed by Wicket saying, "Yubnub," possibly my most treasured Star Wars book possession. Yes, that is
2: that is really freaking cool. So, uh, yeah, no, did, did you share pictures of this? on
3: the I, I i think i did put it in the discord yeah cool 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 yeah i'll um... I'll, I'll pop them in the archives just to you know humble brag about it <laughs> when
2: well, you also got a picture with them so
3: i did and um, that's the other interesting thing for our listeners again jose knows the story so i rocked up to basically just you know plucked up a courage to knock on the caravan and ask, and i was listen i'm a massive star wars fan can you do one thing i are like oh do you want a picture I'd left my phone in the office. Mm-hmm. So I was like a picture would be great but I left my phone in the office. However, and I plucked this book out of my pocket that I've been carrying around all week on the <laughs> off chance I saw him. But then Warwick Davis's wife, who was lovely, said, "Listen, I'll take the picture on my phone. Give me a number and I'll text it to you." So she sent it to me going, "Thank you so much for popping around, you know." We really hope to pop back to Pendine Sands again one day. It was it was a thoroughly lovely experience. That's yeah, that's awesome. So,
2: I'm I'm yeah, I'm I'm happy for you. Uh, and that's I mean, are you gonna frame that or are you just gonna keep it as part of like your book collection? I mean, I'm like still shelving? trying to find
3: a decent frame to put the the Ewok cartoon cells that you sent me. I'm still oh, yeah. trying to find a frame for them. Yeah. So I'm thinking about putting this in but obviously because it's signed you can you can display the front or the signature so uh, i'm i'm thinking about this it, it may be a whole thing get a big box frame and put the whole lot in there
2: yeah i mean maybe the you can have it display i mean you kind of have to display the signature and then maybe there's there, like a picture of the cover art like next to it like, an, like a high quality
3: or maybe i'll just buy a second copy oh there you go exactly of course that that would be the right way to go yes yeah. <laughs> i mean it, it took me a long time to find this one yeah this is one of this is one of those uh legends books that i kind of had to hunt down at yeah. the end of my search and i'm sure i paid more money than a little child kitty book like this should have been worth anyway but
2: you might need to buy two you know. more one for the frame to display the cover and one for your library so you could actually like take it out and use it as a reference if you ever need to. Oh,
3: don't do this to me, Jose. Yeah,
2: I mean, you know I'm right. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Cuz well, one once so, this goes into a frame, you cannot like open it. Like it needs to remain.
3: Okay, and... so so you've um you've googled a few things through the show yeah. tonight. So, I'm literally googling this uh sorry, looking on eBay right now uh. for this book. Let's see how many copies are available and the current market value. All right. That's not bad. There you go. £8.26. That's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. Or £8.97 and £22.76 postage from the US. And have you bought it yet? (laughs) Somebody's got a signed one on here. Signed by Warwick Davis at £122. Did you do this? Um... No, no. <laughs> In your sleep. No, but he I'm looking at the images, and he has signed it Chu, Ia. So it's another Ewok phrase. Ah. And he's done the same thing he did to my book. He's got his signature and then put Wicket underneath it. There you go. And it's not even signed to a person, so that makes that less valuable than mine, surely. Anyway. But you can get it, and then you can have all the Warwick... I'm yeah. not spending 122 pounds on another <laughs> signed Warwick. Warwick I don't know. Davis book. I can see you doing it. <laughs> not a chance. Not a chance. But you can buy
2: the other two, that were there. I...
3: One at a push.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Maybe after you
2: finish that glass of wine you're holding right now, you might be.
3: I'm gonna to throw to my phone it. away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, drunk eBaying never works. Uh, or you know, or then you're
2: pleasantly surprised once when, when, uh, <laughs> when it arrives. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that uh, I think that's good. I think this was. I mean, this was fun.
3: This was a lot of fun. It was. Uh, it was different, but it was fun. Hopefully, uh, our listeners have enjoyed it too. <laughs> Again, give us your feedback. In fact. If you liked what we did, hit us with your questions. At any point, yeah. just send us some recordings. We can do we'll, it. We'll figure it out. We'll chuck them in there somewhere
2: we when can. you least expect it. Right. We can either do a whole episode mailbag like this. This this is kind of fun to do. It helps us so that uh, we don't have to figure out a completely new episode.
3: Yeah, <laughs> or I, I we had can... to do no research. It was lovely.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, if, um, if for some reason – well, actually, perfect segue – because if you do have any questions that you want to send us, uh, you can do that through our Discord. So if you haven't yes, yet, you can. make sure to join our Discord. It's, we have a very active community there sharing their thoughts on the latest episode of whatever show on Disney+, reading along the newest book release, selling their books and collectibles, and sharing their artwork and fanfic. Most importantly, that is where you can get the latest news and discuss anything Star Wars archives. If you have not joined, just head on over to utini.com Discord and click the Join Now button on that page. How did I do there? that was pretty good that, that was very... pretty good yeah 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 alright Trev besides Discord where can people find you
3: so I'm at Toll on Twitter I also want to shout out the guys in the Legends book channel who have started this whole book reading club again uh, they've set up a separate thread for it they're starting on the Hand Solo trilogy by AC Crispin so you know if you're interested in reading that book now is a perfect time to jump on it they've been doing these threads for a couple of books and they're fascinating reads okay. uh, I also want to do another shout out for One of our Discord users called Katakuri, I'm sure that's how you pronounce it. So basically, since the beginning of the year, he must have read about 200 books. He is slamming through them at a phenomenal speed. I'm sure he started with the Dawn of the Jedi book at the beginning of the year, which is what? 25,000 years before Star Wars. He's just finished the Jedi Academy trilogy, which is 11 years after Star Wars. He's going through them at like a rate of a book a day and a half or something. Wow. It's incredible. That's impressive. That and is reading impressive. his thoughts on it are really, really cool. So I've no idea if he listens or not, but I just wanted to give him a shout out. There
2: you go. No, I mean, that's, that is impre- most impressive. Our, dis- our Discord is a fun most place. Most impressive. See see what I'm doing there? I, I see what you're doing. Yes, most impressive. You know, I'm, I'm referencing Vader, You know, Dark Lord of the Sith. You're not, you're, you seem like you're about to laugh, but you're not actually laughing. So I'm just waiting to see if I can. It <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, all right. And you can find me on Twitter as well. I am D Jaxi. So thank you, Trevor. Thank you to all you guys who sent, uh, sent in some questions, uh, especially to that lovely person with the buttery voice uh, asking about sand. Um, sand and butter. Oh, interesting combination there.
3: I'm, I, I'm not sure I'd have him back.
2: Well, you know, uh, I'll have him anytime.
3: Nice voice, but you know, just his his content was a bit lacking.
2: Well, he was trying to, you know, make you create the content for. He only had a question, <laughs> so if it was lagging, it's your own damn fault, Trev. So uh, thank you to all of our Patreon members for supporting us and making stupid shows like this possible. And thank you, listeners, <laughs> for continuing to hear us talk about anything and everything Star Wars and whatever other random the Putter, like we said in the beginning. Uh, and with that, I can now say radio out.
0: There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping.